Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your hosts, Dr. Doug Carriger and Mrs. Stephanie Wesco. talk with you where we're cruising right through psalm 119 you know as we talked about is this acrostic it's uh you know using the hebrew alphabet and it's it's god's way of teaching us what we should be like what we should be doing and you know now we're getting into this point where in god we trust and over and over again the psalmist you know the writer of this psalm inspired by god uh, preserved by God, over and over again points to understanding God's word, understanding God's testimonies, doing what God has to tell you about, loving God in such a way that you're hurt when things aren't going the way God wants them to go. And, you know, as we deal with our hurts, as we deal with our pains, as we deal with PTSD or whatever it is we're going through, whatever junk is the junk of the month, junk of the day, uh, the terrible losses that folks go through, the terrible, terrible things. But God's word, it doesn't give us qualifiers. It doesn't say, well, you had a bad week or a bad day or a bad year or a bad month. It says, no, these are the things we got to do to heal. These are the things we got to do to get better. A relationship with God uh, provides, the, it fills that God side, God-sized hole that's in every one of us. It, it fills it with the Holy Spirit. It fills it with God. It, it seems to be right. It seems to help us through these terrible things we're going through. And with that, with me as always is my friend, uh, Stephanie Wesco. And good morning, Stephanie. Catch us up. What's going on with the Wesco worship team? Well, good morning, Doug. Well, we are anxiously awaiting the release um, of our of our next music album. Um, we're our singers. It's going to sound good. Um, not because of the guys producing it, but because yeah. of the doing the music so yeah. um but anyways we're excited about that we're getting ready for school um my two oldest are working jobs now so i'm getting having to readjust yet again and trying to juggle juggle it all so yeah. it keeps me um incredibly busy <laughs> yeah yeah, and I, I think that life can be busy, and we don't hear much about Thor. What's going on with the king? He's doing great. Um, Aunt Joy and Aunt Hope um, brushed him down really good, and my one sister is getting ready to start a job at a kennel, and so she's all and she loves dogs. But anyway, so they helped get a lot of his winter fur out, and so he's looking he's looking really skinny to me, but um, I'm assured he's not he's not. He's eating, he's healthy, it's just all that fur came off and yeah. uh, made him look like a short-haired dog compared to what he looked like before. It's coming back. It's coming back stronger than ever. Well, that's good. He's beautiful, though. Yeah, yeah, he's as good and sweet and jumpy as ever. He's as good of a dog. He's a gentleman. He's a little bit jumpy, but he's a gentleman. He loves, you know? he loves you. He wants to his face next to yours. I mean, it's just... Yeah, yeah, he's... He's a dog that's right with God. So, uh, <laughs> you know, that's one of them. And so you might be a knucklehead. So we've reached this segment. You folks coming on for the first time are just starting to listen. 
we call it the not knuckleheaded moment where we talk about things that you might be a knucklehead if, and we say that, we go through that, and we do this so that in case you're a knucklehead, uh, you're doing something that might make you a knucklehead. We want you to stop doing it. So we're just trying yeah. to teach you how not to do it. So knowing that, Stephanie, you might be a knucklehead if. If you treat your mother with disrespect. That's it right there. That makes you a knucklehead. That makes your picture show up under the term knucklehead in my yeah. mind. Uh, that's the denotation uh, of a knucklehead. Boy, you should treat your mother with respect. Honor thy mother and father. And boy, your mother, uh, man, I wish my mom was here. I'd call her up just to honor her right now. And uh, mm -hmm. one day we'll be back together in heaven. That's going to be a reunion. What a reunion day that's going to be. And uh, mm -hmm. I heard a song years ago. It's not exactly you traditional people are probably going to freak out, but that's all right. It's mm -hmm. uh, the Easter day. It's called a going away party. And it was talking mm -hmm. about this man's, uh, uh, his mother going to heaven. And he said, you know, we're not getting together to do this. We're not getting together to do that. We're having a going away party, you know, and, uh, and just so excited that she was in heaven. Well, here we are. And, uh, uh, we, we have to have that food. So food that's right with oh. God, Stephanie, do you have a food that's I right do. with God? Yes, I do. Um, boy, my sisters are very good cooks and my one sister has a business of just a home business out of her house she makes baked goods and doug she made some strawberry filling from fresh strawberries for cupcakes i could have just eaten it by itself wow i mean it was oh. it was fantastic man it was amazing and then she made these these like she knows how to mix these colors of frosting together and made these you know so strawberry filled and they made gluten-free ones, which was bad because then I had a good excuse to eat one and um, still made me sick to my stomach, but not as bad as the regular ones. So, but anyway, oh, that strawberry filling. Wow. You put that on waffles, on pancakes. Yeah. I mean, you could do so much with it. It was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I get that. Well, praise the Lord. Food that's right with God, a strawberry-filled cupcakes by Stephanie's sisters. And so now we're coming to the point in the book of Psalms. So we've been in Psalm 119, and over and over again, God's talking to our hearts. Over and over again, God's telling us, hey, this day, you know, this day, make it about me. This day, make it about my testimonies. Make it about my precepts. Make it about uh, those things I'm trying to teach you. The psalmist has been talking to us, and now we're going into this section where where we need to trust God. It's all about trusting God. If we're going to make a difference in this life, if we're going to heal, if we're going to, and if we're going to be more than just uh, people who are healed, if we're going to turn around and become victors, victors is a better thing, Stephanie. Victors takes you to a different place. Victors brings you to that place where you can help others. Victors bring you to that place where you have confidence. Victory brings you to that place where, uh, I mean, you're just a different human being when you realize that God has healed you when you realize yeah. that God's making a difference in your life, you just become a completely different person. And I think that's what this is talking about. And I think that's what God wants from us. He, he wants us not only to live, but he wants us to live life more abundantly. And I think that, you know, as we've been going through this book of Psalms, as we talk to people, you know, in the last week, I've, I've dealt with people who've lost loved ones. I've dealt with people who are going through terrible situations and, you know, uh, child abuse, uh, child abuse and parents, parent abuse, uh, you name it. 
So not only am I dealing with child abuse, I'm dealing with the other way. I'm dealing with people yeah. in the military going through things, people being suicidal, people running away, people. We could just keep going and going, couldn't we? And this is on a daily thing. And uh, But, you know, we need victory from all that. What we need to do, we need to be responsible for our piece of this whole thing. What's our piece? Well, our piece in Psalm 119 is to to be in God's Word, to learn from God's Word, to take his testimonies, put them to work in our life, to grow from them, to use them. And I think that's what we see here starting in uh, Psalm 119 and verse 137. We're going to be going um, verses 137 through 144 today, and it says, Righteous art thou, O Lord, and upright are thy judgments. Thy testimonies that thou hast commanded are righteous and very faithful. My zeal have consumed me because mine enemies have forgotten thy words. Thy word is very pure, therefore thy servant love it. I am small and despised, yet do not I forget thy precepts. Thy righteousness is an everlasting righteousness, and thy law is truth. Trouble and anguish have taken hold of me, yet thy commandments are my delights. The righteousness of thy testimonies is everything. Give me understanding, and I shall live. Wow. You want to talk about a psalm that immediately comes out and said, man, I'm no good, God. I've got nothing going on, but I'm totally trusting in you. I mean, what what are you seeing here, Stephanie? Wow. Well, what I see here is someone, I, I, when you were reading the verse that stood out to me more than anything was verse 143. Um, But as I read through this, I think 138 strikes me with such power because he says, thy testimonies that thou hast commanded are righteous. And then it says, and very faithful. And yeah, I it's easy to, you know, we say God's faithful, but this psalmist is saying not God, God's faithful, but his, his word is faithful. Yeah. And I think there's power in remembering that, that no matter where you are in life, no matter what valley you're walking through, no matter what friends seem to have, you know, either turned on you or just fallen by the wayside or no matter who's betrayed you, no matter what else has, has come and gone, the one thing that you can count on. Yeah that will always be steady, that will always be there at your side, that's never going to change, that's never going to morph, is God's word, his testimonies, his statutes, his comfort. And that's powerful. That gives you a foundation in the midst of the storm. That gives you something to grab when you're sinking beneath the waves, is God's word, his promises. Those, those, yes, his word is a whole, but those individual promises that give you strength for today and bright hope for tomorrow. Yeah. They're faithful. They're new every morning. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. I think there's, you know, again, God's word is trustworthy and and you said it no matter what, no matter what we're going through, no matter where we are, God's faithful. And, And right there in verse 138 and 139, my seal have consumed me because thy enemy has forgotten thy words. He's saying in 30, 38 and 37, you're righteous, you're great, your word is faithful, it's trustworthy, and my zeal is turned up. And, and you know, isn't that a litmus test for all of us? Isn't our zeal 
supposed to be turned up? Aren't we supposed to be at a different level because God loves us? He has sent his son to die for us. We've been bought with a great price. We should have a zeal for God, shouldn't we? Mm, yes. We, we, should, we should come out of another place. The, the zeal should be higher and turned on and, and, and more. And I, and, and I think over and over again we can say this or we can do this, but when we put it to practice, when God becomes trustworthy to us, he's the first one we go to. When God yeah. becomes trustworthy to us, where when we're more, when we understand how faithful He is, and how even when the enemies are messing us up, when we understand that God is that rock in our lives, mm. that God is that foundation, that God is that everything, I think we can start uh, becoming a better, uh, a better healing environment, a better healer, uh, a victor. I think that's when we get to the point like the psalmist saying, hey, I got a zeal for this now. I can't believe people are bad-mouthing God. I can't believe people are going through this. I can't believe these things. But, yeah. but you know, God's word is real. It's trustworthy. We can rely on it. And, and, and it goes on to tell us that it, it, no matter what, like you said, it doesn't matter what we're going through. The word's pure, it says in the Bible. It says, you yeah. know, I may be small, but I get to live out God's precepts. That's what the Bible's saying. You know, I may be this little guy. And then, and then you know, it's, it's actually saying it doesn't matter who I am. Uh, your word's still the truth. It doesn't matter how I fit in the whole thing. I'm just this little human being not offering much that nobody knows, that's just trying to get by, that's trying to hide out, that's trying to live my life. But in the midst of all that, I serve this great, huge, the biggest of all, God, who can get me through. And, and I think there's a revelation there for people. I, mm. I think that, I think that brings you through those holes and those ruts and being inside yeah. those pits. I mean, I think, I think knowing well, that. Yeah. Well, that's um, verse 143. It makes me think of Job um, and, and Joseph and other David, David wrote this. I don't know, but you know, we have some examples of men in scripture, even Jesus you know, Jesus had trouble and anguish. He was a man of sorrows and acquaintance. He knows what it feels like to to live life and to go through this. And this verse could have been said, Jesus could have said this verse, trouble and anguish have taken hold on me, yet thy commandments are my delights. Jesus spent time as, you know, he was the God-man, but he was 100% man at the same time he was 100% God. Right. He what it was like to deal with this, and he had to make God's word. He had to make Jesus like it, it's incredible to think about that he knows what it feels like to be in these places that this psalmist is in. Agreed. And yeah. If he needed it, how much more do we as completely human? <laughs> and but that verse 143, that's been I I know that that's been reality where there's times where there was absolutely nothing else that was going to pick me up. Um but a verse but a promise that I would cling to as life support. And it becomes your delight because it, it's your oxygen. It's literally all the world to you at that moment when you have nothing else. And that's in some ways a very precious and beautiful place to be because that's when you see Jesus. That's when his word becomes alive. It becomes real is at those points when the trouble and anguish are overwhelming you. And the only safe place is the hollow of his hand, that, that safe, precious, secret place where his word is your delight.
Yeah, exactly. And, and it doesn't matter. Like you say, the circumstances don't matter. And, and you know, we, we miss that along the way as we, and it's everlasting. I think that's important too. And mm-hmm. I think that's probably where you were going there at the end. No matter how long you live, no matter yeah. how long your kids, your grandkids, your great grandkids, and so on in perpetuity, as long as the Lord doesn't come back, his word is trustworthy. It's everlasting. And you're trusting in the everlasting God today. If you're saved and you're listening to this podcast, you're saved by the everlasting God, the God that's the same, you know, yesterday, today, and tomorrow. It's, it's, and his word is unchanging. It's, it's not going anywhere. It does not change. And I, I think that's really significant here. I think that, uh, uh, you know, in those bad times, in those days where we don't want to get off the couch, in those days where we don't have a job, in those days where, you know, loved ones are, are close to seeing the gates of heaven, in those days where times are upside down, in those days where our kids, our loved ones, our husbands, our wives, our parents are driving us crazy, whatever the case may be, hey, God's word is true. And no matter yeah. where we are in life, that's not going to change. No matter where we are in life, God's not moving anywhere. You know, yeah. we move, we go through stuff, we live through bad stuff, but you know, God's not going anywhere, Stephanie. It's not changing. Yeah. No, God's word will always be the same. That's the beauty. Um, I, I think that's. Yeah. And I need the same. Mm-hmm. I need consistency. You know, people with PTSD need consistency. We need the same. We need to try. Imagine serving a God that's moving. You know, there's a, there's a great denomination, and I use the term great, just meaning there's a bunch of people in it, and their leaders constantly saying the word actually means this now and changing things around. And I'm so glad I serve a God where the Bible tells us, that, you know, whoever adds or takes away thereof is in trouble. They're going to face the punishment of God. You know, God's word's not changing. It's not moving. It's, it's there. And you can't move it. Yeah. Well, that's the, you know, in, in Matthew, I believe it's seven, um, the end of the Sermon on the Mount, when Jesus contrasted the wise man and the foolish man in that foundation. God's word is our foundation. Obviously, we make choices of faith built on God's word. But the, but the underlying of our foundation has to be his word. It has to be his testimonies, his precepts, his commandments, all these different parts that are all all in his word that has to be our foundation because the trouble and anguish come those waves they will beat on our house and if we do not have that foundation there will be no security right you'll become a man who's unstable in all his ways and it won't just affect you you know as i've watched there's certain people that i've watched as their lives as as they've made foolish scorning decisions from the time they were children and teenagers. And now they're my age or older and their lives are in shambles and they're destroying people around them. It's like they've become like <laughs> they've been con- become consumed with being fools. Yeah. And I go, they never made, they never made God's word, their foundation. They made themselves, their opinions, their, pride, whatever, their arrogancy, they made themselves their foundation. And that's going to, that's going to crumble. It's going to fall apart. Yeah. It's, it's made out of uh, rubble and sand yeah. and all that. There's no place. And, you know, we, we saw that in the army, you know, some people embraced the regulation, embraced uh, what was needed, what was there for us. Some people embraced it, lived it, loved it. 
And then uh, there are some people who never understood the regulation, never got behind it. And those are the guys who, you know, a lot of times get out early. They don't even finish their original hitch or, you know, these guys and gals, they just didn't get it. They just didn't realize that, hey, if I know the rules and follow them, everything's going to be all right. Well, serving God's the same way. If you know the rules, follow those rules. And boy, there's a joy that comes with that. There's an everlasting life that comes with that. There's a feeling that God is sitting right next to you when you need him most yeah. because he is. Yeah. You know, we're the ones who quench the Holy Spirit of God, right? We're the ones who get in the way of him doing a work in our hearts and our lives. And we do that when we sin. We do that when we don't know the rules. We do that when we marginalize the precepts. We do that when we make a decision that we're going to be outside of God in some way. And I don't know how we make that decision, but you know what I'm saying. I mean, we control uh, what God can do through us. We really do. I mean, God can take and say, but he's not, we're not deist. God is not, we're not puppets hooked to strings. We have a free will, and with that free will, um, we get to pray to a wonderful God, and we get to let God in, and we get to let God's life and love exude through us as long as we're following his precepts and living that kind of life. And I think that's what today was all about, just uh, realizing that we got to be all in. You want to heal? You want to have life everlasting? You want to be that good soldier? Well, can I tell you where it's at? It's trusting God, knowing God's word is trustworthy, no matter what you're going through, no matter who you are, no matter how long you live, no matter what your life looks like, no matter how you feel in that day, no matter how you fit in, trust God. Hey, listen, folks, mm-hmm. we even have a song that talks about that. So our song today from our first CD, Steadfast in Trials, is in Christ We Will Trust. And listen, if we can do anything to help you, make sure you find us out on the uh, Facebook page. And uh, look us up, Helpful Wounded Spirits, and give us a line, whatever the case may be. Listen to every word, folks, after this song that Brother Eric has to say from our production crew. And make sure you know for sure that Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior. We sure do love you, folks. Hey, thanks for listening. Have a great day. Trust in God with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him, and He will direct your path. Oh Lord, we trust in you. We know you will see us through. Yeah.
Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. You can know today. First, you're a sinner, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin, for the wages of sin is death. Third, Jesus paid that price for you. But God commendeth his love toward us, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly, you must speak it with your mouth, and believe it with your heart, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you. Doug and Stephanie, thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at woundedspirits.com.